How to use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from. If you want the answer, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit digitalnomad.com slash podcast. How do you create a hook in your business so strong that it drives an unlimited amount of customers into the indefinite future? So that might mean you create your business today, you create this hook, and years from now, it's still bringing in customers. That's the question we want to answer today. I'm here in uh, Orlando, Florida, and I'm at an AI conference, which I came to because I like to just absorb everything that's happening in AI right now and just take it in and summarize it and teach it to all of you and make sure I'm just getting it from every single source. But one thing that always stands out with AI is that AI enhances humans. It helps us replace and do better the things that we're already doing in our businesses. So if you either don't have a business or you have a business, but you don't know what to do to grow, it's very hard to use AI to do the things you need to do because you don't know what to do. So first things first is we have to understand the fundamental components of a business, what makes it work, what makes it run, what are the pieces we have to put into place. You know, it's just like we're building a car engine. We have to figure out, okay, what materials do we need? How do they fit together? How does it all work? If it's not working, how do we fix it? Same kind of thing. So there's a formula to business. And so, you know, if you can figure out that formula first and then put AI in place to replace yourself, get some of your time back, um, you know, replace some of your labor costs, things like that, that's when you're really going to thrive and scale fast with AI. And so we're at a mall right now for this conference. And the first day was great. We learned all these tools. Um, A lot of them I already knew. Some of them were new to me. And I'm excited to go home and try them out. But the thing is, you have to have the business to apply the tools to first. And so that's where strategy comes into place. What is our strategy for going into the marketplace, addressing a need that maybe is underserved or maybe is not, but that people actually respond to? So what's something that somebody wants to buy? And how do we talk to them in a way that they want to buy from us over everybody else? And one concept that we teach in AI Magnet is called the moral inversion. And I actually learned this from a guy named Balaji Srivastava, And he wrote a book called The Network State. Balaji was the CTO of Coinbase. He's a crypto guy. He worked in healthcare. He's what they call post-economic, which means he's made so much money already in his career that he never, ever has to worry about money again. And he wrote this book about how to start a new nation state. So basically, if you wanted to start your own country, how would you accomplish that? And one of the things he talks about is the moral inversion. And he says a business answers an economic question. But a nation state or a movement answers a moral one. And so if you're building a business, you want to build not just an answer to an economic question. You don't just want to solve a problem, but you actually want to build a movement around solving that problem. Because if you can build a movement, then customers are going to flock to you. You're going to use attraction marketing instead of having to pull those customers out of the market one by one or having them shop you around for the cheapest, lowest cost competitor. So the way to establish our own little mini monopoly or our own nation state, our own country that people want to move to is to use what's called a moral inversion. And that's when you take a moral stance in society and you basically flip it on its head. Now, I teach a lot of examples of these inside of our programs, but I just came across the most perfect example today that I had to sit down and record it for all of you. So I was out to dinner with my friend and a couple of weeks ago we were in Vegas for a conference and after I left he tells me that he went to a place called the Heart Attack Grill. 
Now, this is a place that apparently one time got some bad press because maybe somebody died there. And again, this gets a little bit dark, but um, I promise it will be worth the business lesson for us. And so maybe maybe somebody had a heart attack at this place once because the food is so unhealthy. Instead of apologizing and denying, the owner actually doubled down on this fact and renamed the restaurant to the Heart Attack Grill and started advertising that this restaurant might kill you. So right off the bat, we have an inversion, right? Instead of saying this food is healthy and it's good and it's low calorie, he's saying this food is so bad for you that it could possibly kill you while you're in here. Now they've done some other things. So what happens when you walk in is that they put these big hospital gowns on you and you wear these around and then you put you up on the scale that has a scoreboard that basically displays to the whole entire restaurant. So when you get up on the scale, everybody can see how much you weigh. If you weigh over a certain amount, let's say it's 430 pounds, you eat for free, right? So usually maybe if you're the super, and again, I'm not condoning any of this. I, I really believe you should take care of your body and um, be healthy. But for the purpose of this conversation, um, usually these people are, you know, maybe shamed or vilified by society and not held up as a standard to adhere to if you're this much overweight. Um, but in this place, you know, this person who is not celebrated anywhere else, in this place that are heroes. So they get up on the scale, they weigh 450 pounds, and everybody in the whole restaurant cheers, right? And so they feel special for once in their life. And again, ethics aside, should you be celebrating for somebody for being obese? Um, everybody needs to be celebrated sometimes. So, you know, on one hand, it actually is really nice for that person to be celebrated for once. On the other hand, we don't actually want to encourage people to um, be obese because it can be really detrimental in, in many, many different ways. Um, but again, I'm just going to put that aside. So they go into the restaurant, they really, they, you know, they start screaming and cheering if you're over 4.30 and you actually eat for free, right? And then you go sit down at the table and you try to order water or you try to order Diet Coke. And they say, we don't serve that here. We don't serve diet here. We only serve high calorie, right? And then they ask you if you want a single, a double or a triple or all the way up to 12 hamburger patties on your burger, right? And each one is half pound. That's where it starts at. And if you order two, that's a whole pound of beef. If you don't finish it, they come over and they start spanking you with this big paddle, okay? And so we just looked this website up and their tagline right now is fighting anorexia since 2005. So they've created their enemy. Remember, in your marketing, you always want to create an enemy to fight against. And if you're using a moral inversion, you want to flip what's the popular moral stance in society or in a subculture or in a niche, and you take the opposite stance. So in this case, uh, you know, eating our food might kill you. It's the heart attack grill for fighting anorexia since 2005. Now you see some really, um, you know, easy examples of this are like, you know, David versus Goliath. So if you're the small guy, then you make the big guy your enemy, things like that. So think about in your business to start with, how can we have a hook that gets people in that is a moral inversion? It's the opposite of what people are used to saying. So there was this old Facebook campaign where, you know, it's how to start a business. And they usually say, this business is so easy that anybody could do it. This ad says, for those who love hard work. So all they did was they took the usual thing and they flipped it. It's an inversion. Take out a sheet of paper, open chat GPT, and think about six, seven, eight, nine, ten ways that you can use an inversion to get people into the top of your funnel. Before you try to go out there and find an AI tool that's going to automate everything for you, think about what is the cultural stance 
that I'm going to take and put out into the marketplace that people are actually going to stop what they're doing, stop scrolling, respond to it, and come into my business. Then we can think about how to automate the rest of that process with AI. Um, so I hope this was illuminating. After hearing this story about Hardtack Grill, I just couldn't, this is like a perfect marketing example how they flipped something on its head. They made it really unique. They made it really special, you know, weighing people up front, showing that to everybody else. And they did the one thing that is most important, which is not be boring. So remember, there's no such thing as a saturated market, only a boring one. How can you use moral inversion to be less boring and get people in your business, get more leads, get more sales, and then we'll use AI to automate all of that. I hope this helped. I would love to hear any ideas you came up with. Hit me up on socials or email us at support at digitalnomad.com. And if you want help figuring out which tools people are using in the marketplace right now, or you want to hear my summary from this conference, come join us in Money Toaster Monthly at moneytoaster.com or get the book at moneytoasterbook.com. That's all for today. I'll see you on the next one. How to use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from. If you want the answer plus free resources just for podcast listeners, visit digitalnomad.com slash podcast. We'll see you next time.